DVR it? I own it. We were just talking about that today. Jen's like, we got a lot of DVDs downstairs. What are we going to do with them? Well, I'm moving mine again. And <laughs> some of them are in the same box that they moved in. Like, so, so we all have the same conversations with our significant <laughs> others? Because I literally just had this conversation yeah. with Lindsay. I had it, yeah. but two weeks ago, we're packing up. This is literally the same box that it moved to this house in. Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two guys who haven't done their first dust pop yet, Martin and Brady. No, I don't like you. I think you're a fake cop. The sound of your piss hitting the urinal, it sounds feminine. If you were in the wild, I would attack you. Even if you weren't in my food chain, I would go out of my way to attack you. So you're telling me you're in a porno where the plot is the point? This week... We wanted to hang out with some guys. However, we couldn't figure out what kind of guys, so we decided to start with the other guys and then finish up with the nice guys. All in all, I think we made the right decision. Yeah, this is this is a, a nice little pairing here, I think. So many guys. <laughs> so many guys. <laughs> and just two two good movies, two very different movies. Um, yeah, definitely. Both really fun in, in their own ways and good watches. Your argument was so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Better detectives than last week. <laughs> much better much better yeah different for sure but uh yeah it was fun to watch i mean i had seen both of these numerous times i assume we're all we were all on the same boat and then um, yeah i think like twice each for me yeah before. yeah this was a second viewing of i think third viewing probably of other guys and at least second viewing of nice guys yeah i don't know for some I, I know i'd brought this one up nice guys was one i'd brought up in the past I always felt maybe it's because I got to it maybe a little bit later than like right when it came out, but it was. I always wonder or feel like that could be under the radar, yeah, for people. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think it's one of the it's it's in recent men- memory one of the better movies, but for some reason it didn't make a big splash. Even though I think it it's like critically acclaimed. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just no. I and again I got there. I didn't. It wasn't. Maybe it was the name. Maybe it was. We can talk about it later, but yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it when it first yeah, came we'll out. Yeah, we'll start. So. We'll start with the other guys and other guys for sure. The first time I saw it, I don't think I um, loved it as much. One of my buddies, yeah, one of my buddies at work was like, "You need to revisit the other guys," and I'm like, "Do I really need to?" And then I, I went back to it. So yeah, this might this was my my third viewing. But when I went back to it immediately after the dust pop, I was like, "Oh yeah, this this is really good." Well, and I remember it being, and I think Wal I think Wahlberg just really kind of delivers so more than angry. I he's so, he's so, he's so angry. angry all the time yeah and it really uh he says unexpected things and and Will Ferrell plays it's different not, yeah, yeah it's not like the, the same typical Will Ferrell which is refreshing even though parts of it are, are kind of typical but it just uh yeah it was just good and this is a um what's his name Adam, uh, McKay. Adam, McKay. Adam McKay yeah his last uh his last like well comedy yeah I think but all his last uh, or with uh Ferrell I think yeah so I and then he went got more mature. He's like, the, I'm gonna uh, just go win Oscars and yeah. be nominated all the time. Well, and that's the funny thing I was gonna bring up was, did you guys watch the credits at the end? Yeah, it was the, like the post credit scene, or no, not just the post credits, but like the actual credits. Oh, did I read the credits? Is what you're asking. So he went through like the whole like Enron and oh, Bertie yes. Madoff and oh, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was all like, the crimi- I didn't, financial criminal right. stuff, and yeah. I didn't remember any of that from me, me from previous. And yeah. I was like. Oh, this is kind of like where you could see where he's turning towards the big short stuff. I Yuck. said, I said, Adam McKay. This is a turning point for Adam McKay. Like <laughs> yeah. probably right before this, and he was much. He started. He was interested in and or also possibly just was successful enough that he could do 
more of whatever he wanted. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, I like, and I'm interested in more of this other stuff. It totally thought the exact same thing. Sorry. Yeah. You were talking, I was thinking you were talking credits, credits, but not all the, no, all the, like the golden parachutes yeah. and the yeah. bailouts and all that stuff. Yeah. The, the big short is, was definitely my favorite book that year. And like my favorite book of like the decade, like I loved it. And that I, I didn't think it was like everybody else didn't think it was filmable as a movie. And he totally proved everybody wrong and yeah. made it an amazing movie and did a great job with it. Um, and yeah, since gone on, but yes, I think you're right. This is kind of probably might, might be his best and most sophisticated of the stupid comedies yeah. before he went into like, yeah, the really sophisticated comedies. Well, and you said when you rewatched it or, or you revisit it, I, I know, Every time I feel like I am reminded at all how many funny p- people are in this, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, even the bit, even the the lesser characters, and yeah. obviously like Samuel L. and The Rock are in oh my for God. like two minutes, they maybe, you know. But it's it's so funny, like the way they bring about it. And how, didn't The Rock look way smaller? Skinny. Yeah, oh, he looks so sure. skinny. I was like, I'm like, but he's still huge. It's just so funny how much how much bigger how he's much gotten. bigger. Right. Yeah. He's uh, figured out a different way to yeah. get larger. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> uh, um i actually a sneaky perfect uh touch is ice tea narrating the yeah the narration uh, i absolutely the love it yeah because i kind of i i heard him and i'm like oh yeah ice tea's in this as well but i'm like oh wait no he's not no. he just narrates but he's just perfect yeah that's <laughs> yeah we gotta we gotta get a nice tea movie and i used to love ice tea movies in the 90s i think surviving the game oh yeah, yeah. i was like yeah, other, other than that i don't even know if, what else there is those straight to uh, uh new jack city i was gonna say new jack city and then, and then i feel like there was a couple others but those are the two that stand is out he in ricochet with denzel he sings the song i think okay ricochet he might have done the soundtrack yeah he might have done the soundtrack yeah. for it but yeah so yes you're right so many so many good other like bit players Oh, David um, Wayne Jr. is like for me always mm-hmm. a great. Uh, and Rob Riggle, I know, Rob Riggle, can go yeah. either way with people. He can be a lot. <laughs> we've, we've seen him a few times on the pod, and right. Um, I think I think we all we always enjoy what he, what he brings to the table. Yeah, Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> yeah, such a <laughs> sneaky. I mean, again, small role crushes it. What he does. Yeah, every. I, I'm a big believer. Cannavale's in my movie. Yeah, he's, he, yeah. He's uh, he's gets he can do anything you want him to do. And wow, then, that's high praise. I know. Grady. All right. I didn't. I didn't know you felt that way. I also. I also like Michael Keaton in this role. I think he does a great job. I love Michael Keaton in this role. <laughs> I think he's super. Uh, and I always. Uh, Michael Keaton can do the same thing, right? He can go from being super serious and kind of scary. You know, the Batman whole Batman thing. Yeah. Um, but also just go to to be hilarious. And I, I love his eighties move, eighties comedies as well. Um, and I know you're a big. You know, yeah. we talked about your your big Batman fan. So yeah, Michael Keaton is great, and and in this, I think he's he's perfect. Yeah, and I think that's again, like you said, when then McKay is transitioning, you also see like Keaton being able to transition to like more serious roles because he's in Spotlight, right? And yeah, um, you see like taking on some of those more serious roles, but always comes back to like he can do the comedy, he can do the action, he can, he do, can it do it. Yeah, he just well rounded. So I think with The Rock, uh, I had a note down if this was the transition for him. Like, Where he realized he's funny, he well, can't be funny. Or? He it was like a turning point in terms of like the movies he was doing. Also, side note for as small as he looked, Fast Five was a year later. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> Hit the gym. He yeah, looks bigger. He was in the Iron Church. <laughs> um, but like before this, it was like Tooth Fairy. You know, Planet Fifty One, or like Why Did I Get Married Too? Race to Witch Mountain. Like it wasn't. I don't think he knew or anyone knew what he was or could be. Mm-hmm. And that not that this was like 
But you Again. just named a bunch. I didn't realize he was in the. Yeah, those are just straight up comedies. Yeah. So he was in like, action comedy, or I don't know. No, because I don't think he was in. I don't think he was in any action comedies until maybe this, right? And then it was faster. Not it an was action comedy. Fast Five. Obviously, that really escalated him from right. to like a next level like action star. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I, I just it does feel like yeah he was in the he was hadn't found his footing yet maybe in in, in Hollywood or yeah or I mean, they, I, in, even in my in my opinion like I just I didn't love him until much later uh, and it really was probably when I with Jumanji where I was like fully full on sold when I'm like he's just hilarious but you he hadn't could do seen no Fast wrong. Five yet I hadn't seen behind. Fast Five yet yeah I was behind. <laughs> So yeah, that was the. I think for a lot of people it was like, oh, dude, The Rock, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yep. Um, but I'm with you. Then the that path of comedy, co- action comedies are are his wheelhouse. And then he was t- he was able to get better movies along the way. But yep. it does feel like whether it was this or whether it was just coincidental timing. And again, he was in it for like two minutes. Not really a, a long body of work. But from here on, from this movie on, his whole career was different. And when they just take the flying leap off of the <laughs> right. building. You think of what I'm thinking? <laughs> Aim for the bushes. <laughs> there were no bushes, though. No, not even close. No. In, 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 in Times Square or wherever. <laughs> and back to Keaton when Keaton later on is just like, uh, they were not good cops. You guys know that, right? <laughs> like, it's just perfect, perfectly delivered line. And him doing the TLC uh, yes. The TLC quotes. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bed Bath and Beyond stuff. Is that I, yeah, that he, one was great, especially when he went in, right into like what they're going to do, and then he's like, and "There's a serial killer on the loose, or a serial rapist on." <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong joke. But seriously, be careful. You're walking home by yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's comedic gold. I think the other things that I enjoyed about it was like it was almost like like a Mel Brooks kind of sight gaggy type of things, but they weren't like that overt, you know, like. When he hands him the wooden gun, and then they get kidnapped, and then they give him back the gun. He's like, "Oh yeah, they put some like linseed oil on it. It's all like smooth and shiny, <laughs> like stuff like that." Or, oh, even stuff. that into that into the rape whistle, and then like the big things happens, and he just starts blowing on the whistle. It's like that's just perfect. Yeah. Like, it's so well done. It's so well. It's a well. It's a well written movie. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some over the topness to multiple parts of it, and but. I don't know if you we've talked about it before of like that's your that's your expectation going in, mm-hmm. but this feels different than the other movies, yeah. the other McKay, uh, Farrell movies. And yeah, I think it's just really well written. Yeah, really, really well written. Yeah, the um the car how they're making fun of his car. He's like, I feel like I'm <laughs> inside a vagina, <laughs> and then the other guys, you know, joke similar jokes, but like they, it's not like, it's not like they talk. They just both have the same thought, which is just great. And then when they uh, he says, yeah, there's a the homeless orgy back there. <laughs> they call it soup, soup kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> I died. I think that's the funniest line. Big of the Mike movie. and the boys. <laughs> D- uh, Dirty, Dirty Mike, Mike and the boys. And the boys. Yeah. Which who? Dirty Mike. Yeah, Dirty Mike Adam is McKay. Uh, Adam McKay. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I definitely didn't notice that the other times. I, I don't think I'd seen McKay. Yeah. Um, before, uh, but funnily enough, as soon like. as I saw him, I was like, that. He's, he kind of looks a little bigger, like yeah. in the face. But I, was, mm-hmm. I literally looked it up. I'm like, that's got to be Adam McKay. Yeah. Like, um, I didn't even look it up. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. I was pretty confident, cameo. and it sure was. <laughs> uh, his last acting role, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back, maybe. There were maybe less not. roles in the serious movies, I think, for uh, for him. But <laughs> You mean he couldn't pull a Peter Berg and find his way into every single movie? <laughs> right, you know, it's movie. clearly doable. Um, I think that's just a nice way to get uh, add another layer of income to... Right. Uh, get another credit. Yeah. The... The Prius thing, the jokes that yeah. they just kept they just kept coming, obviously. So I have 
I have a longstanding belief that there's no worse place to be on the highway than behind a Prius. <laughs> Why? That they, they it's they're just slow driving. Is that a hundred percent accuracy? I've yet to I've yet to be proven wrong. Yeah. But if you're behind a Prius, you will try in some way, shape, or form to get around that Prius. <laughs> Matt Clara drives a Prius. Well, I've probably been behind him. <laughs> I stand by it. I know multiple people with with, with Prius. Maybe that's why he hasn't been back on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. still trying to get to where he's getting. And the, the the all-time topper is someone driving a Prius with their hands in the 10 and 2 position. <laughs> you are done for if you're if, if that's where you find yourself. Just cancel responsible everything. Responsible drivers. Like a tampon on wheels. <laughs> you yell America when you hit the accelerator? <laughs> I've never pushed the, the pedal all the way to the floor before. Oh, and um, <laughs> his uh, his wife. Oh, Eva. 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 Oh. She, she looked great, and I just she's not hot. She's just cute. <laughs> that whole running joke was great, and the way Wahlberg handles it when he sees her, he's like, "No, come on, guys, who the fuck is that?" Like, it's just kept getting funnier every time. Like they they reiterated that joke, and he's just like, like bye, "Bye, Sheila." I'm the old ball and chain. <laughs> she's an ER doctor. And all she is, and everyone super kept, kept checking. Uh, you know, kept checking Will Ferrell. He's like, "I don't get it. What is it with you hot women?" You know, it just they just kept going with that joke. They're at the good. the Knicks game, and she's like, Brooke Shields is like, "Call me." <laughs> like, R- written by Brooke Shields' husband. Really? This movie was uh, co-written. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. I saw that at the end, like a a, t- a tidbit about her and Rosie and. They're like, oh, those were the celebs in the at the Knicks game, and they're like, the movie was actually co-written by Brooke Shields' husband. And I was like, oh, that's. And his uh, his ex girlfriend, you know who it was? Oh yeah, from Justified. From Justified, Justified, yeah, yep. yeah. One, of, one of my favorites. Oh, she's yeah. Uh, Wahlberg wasn't right, wasn't wrong. She's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Christina? Christina? Yeah, Christina. <laughs> Say it right. <laughs> it's such a random name, like. A lot of times with this, uh, Natalie Z or Z, yeah, I, don't Zay, know. Um, I love the idea of them just like essentially trying to come up with a name that is like just different enough that it's like really hard to say, but that you can essentially butcher someone, butcher over and over again, and yeah. then keep correcting the person for not saying it right. That's and, a great one. And it reminded <laughs> me of Judith. Judith. <laughs> Saving Silverman. <laughs> uh, I'm such a big fan. This yeah. movie, it just yeah. it what, delivers. What, what else? What else do we got to touch on? Um, what's his name? Steve Coogan? Yeah. Yeah. Take Whatever, it or leave right? it. You could have had an, any British actor. There's any always, British actor. There's always <laughs> a, a weak point. link in the movie. <laughs> it's just like, and like the whole, all of it, like the plot made, I, don't, I can't recall it at all. None of it mattered. It was all just, it was all just for fun. Yeah. 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 But I think again, like we said, that's that's the turning point, right? He's yeah, trying that it to, was financial crimes, the financial and, crimes, yeah. and showing how like they got yeah. away with it, no matter what. Forensic accountant and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Gators bitches better be using Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pimp. Yes, thank you. Building on the Will Ferrell and and his women, that, uh, <laughs> the whole story leading up to it. He's, he's like, like, you were a pimp. He's like, no, I'm not a no, pimp. No, I just no, helping not, some friends out. You're not their listening. <laughs> that and uh, the lion versus the trout. The lion tuna. versus or tuna, yeah, tuna. that was yeah. my. I love that. Like, part. You like that? Yeah. I, I thought it was funny, a funny premise that they yeah. built it up. But I, yeah, I don't. It's you. You might have loved it more than us. I did. <laughs> I'm a nerd, so I would. I would love seeing fish with some breathing apparatus <laughs> made from made kelp. from kelp. Did walking that, on land. Did that go the way you thought it was going to? Be? <laughs> nope. Nine times out of ten. <laughs> 
I, yeah, I mean it's 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 very well uh, delivered by by the guys too, and yeah, they it, it just perfectly cast with those two. Together. I was gonna say their dynamic and their chemistry was just perfect, and I think that's recognized. I actually haven't seen the other movies they did together, the Daddy's Home. Daddy's, Daddy's Home. Daddy's, oh yeah. Dude, I haven't seen it's either not, of those. They're, they get <laughs> they get really bad reviews, but I didn't think the first one was terrible. It well, was it was as funny as it you needed it to be. It wasn't written by Adam McKay. Yeah, and Brooke Shields' husband. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it uh, they clearly, especially in this one, and it was probably a little more fresh. Like they have perfect, they have it right. Like Wahlberg's pissed off at this dorky guy who obviously has good qualities in there, but he's just it's it's an it's an oddball pairing, which obviously that's been done a bunch, but it's perfect. It's so they nail it. Yeah, over and over again, which yeah. is really the key to the whole, the movie working. The other scene that I liked was the uh, the wake, the fight at the wake, where they're all the whispering, whispering, the whisper fight. <laughs> <laughs> they're all fighting. Yes. Give it down, give it down. More more Keaton brilliance as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, this was a this was a good one, a good one to start off with, uh, especially because uh, obviously it's. I mean, it's funnier than the because it, it's supposed to be. I mean, it's a full on full on comedy, and it is. They they crush it. I, I've watched it a couple. I think I watched it last year because it was on Netflix. It's just it's a good one to just like yeah I'll, yeah you can pop that. I'm on gonna fall right any, into this at any point, and you'll and you'll be good. Exactly. Going on to another good, perfect pairing of oddball couple. We watched the nice guys as well. So this I I'm not even kidding. This is you kind of touched on it earlier. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's in in an, I. It's different, like yeah. you said, than, than the other guys. But I think this movie is like really, really good and criminally underrated. I touched on that earlier, but I think it's I like want people to know about it if they don't. Yep, and rewatch I, it just in case. I totally agree. Like it's just a very unique story, and it takes it takes some patience with it because there's a, a, also a lot going on. It's not it's perfect. Kind of, it's yeah, it's, it's <laughs> definitely definitely not perfect. Uh, it it gave me like this time when I watched it again, it gave me a little bit like I, I think I like it. For like some big Lebowski reasons, you know, like it has that kind of like mystery of and an a porn star angle or <laughs> sure. a porn a porn maker. Angle. I don't know. It, it gave me a little bit of that kind of um, you know detective noir thing, but it's perfectly placed in in the seventies, which I'm surprised you you love. But I think it just added to it. Russell Crowe is great to see him as like I always like Russell Crowe. People I think in Hollywood maybe maybe sometimes. Give him a, well, a we bad don't rap. know him. Yeah, we don't know him. Yeah, maybe personally he's a terrible guy, but I think he's he's great in this movie. And then just the, the star of the show is Gosling. He Gosling. is. Yes, I I, I want to say I've always felt like this changed my perception of Gosling. Like I've I've liked his movies a lot of his movies. This changed like what I thought he was as an actor. He just did something in my opinion that was so different than what he normally did and he crushed it. Crushed it. It yeah. wasn't even like he did something different. It was like, holy shit, he's really amazing at like this buffoon comic like relief. Like it it was really good. Yes. Yeah. He's my idiot detective. My my bumbling detective that I talked about last week. You know, just when he goes to like break into the uh, the place right in the beginning, right? right? And slices and his sl- arm open. <laughs> that oh. scene is so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much blood. So cringe, and it's done, yeah, it's done so well. When he's just like, "Oh my god, that's a lot of blood," and then almost passes out from it. It's it's uh, it's really unexpected and and well done. And I can't believe we've never seen that before. Like I feel I'm like that's just like an original thing. Like yeah, this guy, this idiot guy, is trying to bust through a window and slices open his wrist. Yeah, I just I did just I don't know why I didn't look at this the other night. So perhaps a reason this didn't get the love that we all feel like it deserved is the problem that it came out in 2016. 
which is the year that he that La La Land came out, and he and so all of his all of his acclaim went to the La same La year was for La La Land in 2016. Not that this this was going to be in the Oscar category necessarily, but it just that was the year of La La Land and almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I I can understand why this one might have. It was like, oh, he also had another movie come out. So, you know, I'm like, I haven't seen La La Land. There's no chance in hell I think that's better than this movie. I never finished it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll probably go back someday to finish it, but it's very much musical. It's not for me. It's not. It wasn't for me when when I was watching it. So maybe someday. And um, I'll be. And there's just no way that I will think he did better in that movie than he did in this because he is so perfect at this. Yeah. It's so good. He. He started out as being the the heartthrob because of what the Notebook, right? Notebook, yeah. Notebook, and then yeah. Crazy Stupid Love, I love that movie as yeah, well. We I should, we'll probably do that. Also heartthrobby, though. Also heartthrobby, but but also this this cool great character, and and I think uh, I think that's probably the movie where it, it, for me it, it changed around, and that's in t- from 2011. So where I was like, oh, I like Ryan Gosling, like he's a he's a good funny actor, but but yeah, this one, uh, the Nice Guys, then changed it, like you said, even more. Where you're like. He, I mean, he could do it. He could do it all. Yeah, yeah. This made it feel like he literally—you knew he could do the other stuff. This yeah. was like, wow, this is a different kind of thing, and he's bringing it every scene. You're like, he is hilarious. Like, he makes me laugh kind of throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and not in the. Like I said like he's a buffoon for sure, but it's not always that. Like he's, yeah, it's not goofy, right? It's like he's smart. He is somewhat. I don't use the word intelligent, but like adapt. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he doesn't have like an didactic memory or anything, but he's <laughs> he's very like it's. I don't know. It's not like I just don't think it's the classic buffoon. Maybe yeah. My yeah. And, and I like the stuff where they were like, he's like, oh, it's not. It's not the air. It's not a it's flight not number. A flight. It's yeah. It's this. Let me take you to the place. And he's like, okay, maybe it is. The All flight. right, let's go to the airport. Yeah, like they just keep making like subtle, which like, it wasn't. Kind of it wasn't su- a right. flight. It wasn't. Yeah, these subtle mistakes that are are kind of like oh Janet, your be- sister's such a slut believable <laughs> he's right it's jessica jessica <laughs> well no the janet one was with the, in the, at her birthday party he's like no janet <laughs> it's like no it's it was so- janet though they were supposed oh, to be at jessica's okay maybe they were at his place with janet yeah yeah i'm sorry you're, you're right um it was fun. Anyway, sorry. That's- but one, one other thing on, on, on Gosling, you know, we saw him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. when yeah. we did that one. Did that one, and and he he was great in that. So yeah, he he can. Oh, I mean, he, literally, you can go through. It, honestly, his yep. his resume is really good. Uh, Drive. I mean, that was before this too, and that's, that's a different type of movie. Just mm-hmm. not again. The comedy aspect is where I don't think that that's easy. Yeah. For people, and I felt like it was so eye opening at how well he did. And we can talk about it. I think. I mean, a lot of that has to do probably with the writing. Yeah, and Shane Black. Shane Black is uh, is the writer. For those of you that don't know, Jelani is a huge Shane Black fan. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of his stuff. You know, from Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. one of his big writing credits. He was in pr- the original Predator. Yeah, he was. He wrote the Predator and directed it. Maybe those will come up later on. But um, to that point, like him having this ability to write a, a film like this, mm-hmm. having again, it's it's that detective film noir do you think you can take that film noir aspect and put it in today's times or no is there just too much uh, too much cell phone technology yeah, like, stuff yeah. too much stuff going on where it doesn't really it's play a good question well. it's possible like it, it it that is what makes something like this set in 1977 a little bit better and more believable because yeah they they do have that 
they, they, they can't they have to call people on regular right. landlines and they can't just you know can't look just it up on anybody. google yeah so yeah that those those like limitations um make for a more interesting story and, and some some better writing but yeah i would love to see somebody try, try. i think a, a one of the better examples of of it and what movie i'd love to get to is is uh brick <laughs> it's just thinking the with same ryan, thing ryan johnson where they do try to take like a, a a classic film noir thing and put it into a modern day into like a high school high school setting and it's it's done really really well i think they have cell phones and yeah that's yeah, still it's all based modern that's been a while now yeah i know I and mean, it might not be as quite as modern so yeah i would love to see somebody try Maybe yeah, we should try. Let's 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 write it. Let's write this thing. <laughs> you guys want to see my dick? <laughs> <laughs> You're just waiting to see because <laughs> I got a big one. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. <laughs> we already paid you twenty dollars. Oh, Shut up! Uh, what am I even saying? Oh my god! It's the world's so full random. of chets and that kid. <laughs> and I think I, I like what, what I love about it is that yeah, Gosling. <laughs> Uh, his uh he's a dad right, right. yeah that that humanizes him a lot well and makes him more makes him more well, uh, likable and and they and they had you almost didn't know what their relationship was at the time because she was like annoyed by him and like, yeah which is as we could all probably relate that's just part of being a dad totally um but you see it throughout the movie like obviously he he you know they're they're that's all like they, they all they're all each other has so there is a, a huge bond there and they but i think you're right like that is an aspect there's like a relatable part to them on that line then there's a relatable part about just kind of not being the smartest guy in the room necessarily all the time yeah and um, then also relatable that he's just kind of like hey he's like the sun comes up the sun goes down <laughs> two days go by i get paid yeah. You know, there's I'm not I'm he's not really solving grift, a lot. He's yeah. grifting yeah, old he's ladies. Kind of a, he's kind of a con artist really on, on a lot of stuff, but he's he's smart enough to know how to how to get people to hire him. One of the it's perfect. And I've I I when I saw it, I remembered thinking it the last time I watched this movie, the look he gives when the bartender says it's free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's another the drinking aspect. It's Every just, time he's always at the bar. It, the look he gives the bartender, <laughs> it's so good. Like it is just it's impossible to do better than what he did without saying a word and it's oh my god it just kills me every time. It's the afternoon and we're all drinking. <laughs> he looks over his daughter's not drinking. Um, Crow hasn't had Crow's a drink the whole time. Yeah, he doesn't drink the whole time. He's the only one <laughs> slugging him back. Oh my god, it's so funny. It, it really is. You're right. Like that's an, also an underlying theme. Um some of us relate. <laughs> did you guys so I didn't I'd argue it's impossible to recognize him, but did you did you know or did you see who played Sid? Sid Hatrack? Hatrack, Shatman? Uh no. no wait, wasn't he the dead, dead guy? The right. dead guy, yeah. Do you know who it was? That was like a famous person? It was Robert Downey Jr. No. Yeah. Really? It was. <laughs> it's so random. Wasn't his face blown up? Yes. The side is all blown up and he had a beard on. It's impossible to have known it. That's wild. It was I saw something, and I swear to God, I did this the last time when I looked it up. I was like, wait, Robert Downey Jr., what? And I was like, oh, God. You he had leftover minutes from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or something, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, you got to I would guess my... a Shane Black, maybe just yeah. a random, like, hey, I'll just be a, I'll be a corpse in your next movie. I literally nothing to do other than get makeup and sit there for a second. But um, I thought Wild. it's just such a, a random tidbit. I thought you were going to say, did you recognize who, like, John Boy well, I know. Was. I, I and who was that actor? Matt, Matt Bomer. Jelani knows him. What's he from? Uh, he's from... Suits? No. <laughs> Different USA show. <laughs> he's a con artist. It's white something. 
white it's like white lies or something oh, okay. like that <laughs> yeah but he's also he... in the magic mike series oh yeah okay yeah. Yeah, he looks somewhat familiar. I, I thought that whole bit was funny, too, because you, you guys know who they're talking about when, when they talk about John Boy. John, the he got a hockey puck on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just thought was great. And, and the way they, they reveal that, she's talking about him on the phone, and then that's when the, you see it on the side of his face. Just stuff like, little touches like that, I think, are just, just clever. And, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know where Shane Black got, you know, the inspiration for it, but, like, it's a very original story white I collar. think through and through white collar white collar yeah like white collar criminals got it yeah um i saw something about it being very very loosely based on some like story that from like the 70s so i mean i, I don't know that might be how loose that is but yeah it's, it's i mean said it very loose it definitely pulls from things like we're saying like there's there's a there's a film noir there's a detectiveness to it that's been done before but a lot of it felt very original to me yeah um, Oh like yeah, nothing I've ever seen before. So um, yeah, it's 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 right up there, and especially this last viewing, I'm just like, yeah, this is this is one of my favorite movies, like hands down. And and you're right, it does feel like it doesn't get talked about a lot. So yeah, I will I will now <laughs> sing its praises even more. I think that's that's always people. been a thing for me. That was just like it felt like again. I I know that it's driven by the fact that I just got there late. So I feel like yeah. well, if I got there late, everyone no one yeah. got there, you know. But I remember Mary was like, oh, I remember we love that movie. I was like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, I mean, it's so it's it's. I think it's pretty widely. It could be very easily liked by about everybody. It, uh, the one note I saw, I, I saw a note was kind of interesting. It was initially proposed as a TV series, but it was retooled um, after the after the plot seemed to be going nowhere. <laughs> 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 that t- that note alone made me laugh, but because uh, I, you know, it does move. I, I actually, I, I, I try to think of it now. I know other more famous podcasts have talked about like if it should be like a movie or a series. Like, you know, what's what's better? You know, is it or should some movies? I, I do, I do think it does work. Some movies would probably serve be better served as an eight to 10 episode. I could see this being a season of television. Yeah. Maybe this story. And then maybe if you found a, a different one for, you know, the next season when they're actually working together, but yeah, they could have dragged this out. Cause there's a lot. There's <laughs> sorry. sorry you're, you look Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, laughing right until the end. I think that's a big thing too. Like where they, yeah, don't but let off the they, gas. Yeah, you're right. They didn't let off the gas right yeah. at the end. It was almost the, the biggest laugh was that. Was that. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then cut out. Yeah, but yes, gonna... it, I, I could see it. Now that you say it, I could definitely see it being being a 10, you know, 10 episode. Because there's so many, as as they do with, with these kinds of detective stories, as, as we talked about like the Batman, there's so many names and like who's doing what for what reason and, you know, who, who they're actually chasing and whether it's Kim Basinger's character or John Boy or whatever what it has to do with detroit and the and the and the film and all the reveals and stuff like that that it, it, it could have been stretched out i think over yeah over eight to ten episodes the only thing that i would be worried about if you did stretch it out is like you lose some of the the quick-witted comedy right like i think i think when you stretch it out you start delving into more of like the backstories of the different characters and you know obviously ryan gosling and uh Miss Rice, I'm not even going to try to say her first name, but and Gory is what I've always. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, everybody's favorite dirter. <laughs> um, <laughs> the murder dirter. I was going to say like Mayor of Easttown. Oh right. my God, that's her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Mayor of Easttown. You said it. I didn't even look her up, and I was like, why? Why would it? Like that could have been a movie, but I think it's better as a, as a series, right? Because you you're start, saying this is quick witted. That really wasn't right, as much. That wasn't as much. So you yeah. can kind of stretch that out and kind of dig into like their personal lives. And yeah. I think one of the things that this movie succeeds in is like you Which, understand that the Spider Man No Way Home. 
Yeah, she's Betsy Brandt. Betty, yeah, but yeah. It's that you don't really like delve into like the death of his wife and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's there. They know about it. It kind of is in the background, but it's not something that kind of brings the character down as much. Yeah. Nor like why Russell Crowe doesn't drink or yeah, like, or Ru- Russell Crowe's wife leaving him when he said with <laughs> with equanimity. <laughs> right. I'm sleeping with your sleeping dad. With your dad. <laughs> <laughs> just fits the drink in her face. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's five seconds of character development right, right there. Exactly, of, it's all I a, instead of a whole episode, right? Right. But yeah, it I mean, it definitely works. I'm not complaining. Like, well, and it I works th- as a two hour movie. Yeah, hands down. And I think it's funny because you talk about Russell Crowe. I think of I, I had the the notion that they did this thing where like they're building him up as essentially a thug for hire, yeah. you know. But he also has like a code, you know. Like yeah. the guy, he gets pissed at the. At, the guy that ends up being Blueface, Blueface. because he's like, you know, you could have just come in here and trash the place. Right. And I was fine. I was like, now you made an enemy. And, and I'm ben, like, Ben Stiller uh, trying to do Elvis impersonation or something. That's what I got I, for Blueface. Yeah. I was curious because of the whole laugh thing. When I like looked up the guy who played him and I'm like, wow, I have no, I would have never got that. I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's weird. Came in here to try to feed me my fish. But it's all, to me, it's also funny that, yeah, he's, he, he's portrayed as this thug. But he's yes, he's got a code. But he's also pretty pretty smart. You know, he's like I, you know, you're supposed to be doing the detecting, but he's the one that's doing all the he's figuring. Like, you can't stuff smell. Detective, they can't smell. You can't slip out a case. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a great you know great little uh, addition as well. Yeah, it's full. It, the movie's full of full of things, little things like that that added up together. Um, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Absolutely. Yeah. The ankle gun. Because <laughs> I thought he had it too. I didn't know that was the dream. I was I was totally with Gossing. I think they did it on purpose that way, yes, right? I, Even I after a couple imagine. times of seeing it, I'm like, no, that he wasn't dreaming yet. But then he's like, oh wait, shit, I might have been dreaming. Yeah, <laughs> just like you're an idiot. You mean when when the Hannibal Burris B starts talking? Yes, right? Hannibal Burris. I know right. his voice too. Yeah. God, it really. It's just. It was such a. Again, both of these were just a very good rewatch. Like they just. Do not disappoint, in my opinion, and it's hard to say that about a lot of movies, as we've said over and over again. So, as always, shake your dicks. This pissing contest is over. Give us a follow on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, and subscribe and stuff. Thanks, and don't say stuff. <laughs> <laughs>